Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Glad to have you with me. And if this is your first time here, welcome. All are welcome here. Coming to you from the heart of South Louisiana, where we are definitely in deep, deep, deep in Cajun country. This is the Down South IT Podcast. My name is Clark. And today we're going to go into a bit of a history lesson. Not so much history as in tech so much, but history as far as shopping goes, which I was kind of thinking not long ago, exactly with Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming up, everybody knows those are the two biggest shopping days of the year. Where'd that actually come from? Where'd they originate? You know, how did how did that get going? Now, I know that doesn't have exactly have much to, to do with, you know, the tech side of stuff, but it is interesting to know. And it is something, you know, that's, I'm a history buff on top of being a complete and utter tech nerd. So why not? Let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. So we're going to do that today. And also I do want to mention, don't forget, hit up the merch store. You can check out the, the link at the top of the homepage of the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. Click on store. If you go right there, that will take you to the merch store and you can pick up all kinds of goodies over there. And right now, if you go and use the promo code GIFTS60, G-I-F-T-S-60, you could get up to 60% off on select items while you're doing your shopping. If you don't happen to want something that you can get a 60% discount on, there are 40% discounts on a lot of stuff like phone cases and different things like that. But if it's something else, like the classic t-shirts that are on sale right now, you can actually get that for 20% off. So if you don't get the higher discount, it is good for at least 20% off anything on the site. So if you pick up one of the classic t-shirts that are on sale right now, that'll actually get the cost below 15 bucks. So you can pick up, pick yourself up a shirt for 15 bucks. Help me out in the process. I can do some cool builds and stuff later on with the, with what we get off the merch store. So that helps me out a lot. So thank you in advance. And also, while you're there, like I said, you can check out the, the website, downsouthitpodcast.com. All kinds of cool stuff, build stuff on there. I've been noticing a lot, a lot, a lot of traffic along the Raspberry Pi Christmas light build uh, pages. So I know it's getting to that time of year. <laughs> so again, if you have any questions on anything like that, use the form at the bottom of the page or just hit me up on the email downsouthit at gmail.com if i can help you with anything on that if you're trying to build one like that yourself if you need any parts list i do have everything there it's three separate pages on how to build that that whole rig so if you really want to do anything like that let me know i can i can try to help you out as best i can i might not be able to get you all the answers but i can at least try that's all i can do <laughs> and also while you're floating around the interwebs Check out the Facebook page at Down South IT. You can check out stuff over there. Most everything that comes from the podcast goes straight to Facebook, as at least for right now. I may be migrating to something else later on. We shall see. I'm not exactly sure. There's a lot of craziness with the interwebs right now. So I'm kind of waiting to see exactly how that plays out. And if anything happens, we'll deal with it accordingly. But for right now, that's your go-to for, for now for all the announcements and anything else having to do with the podcast along with the website. 
and also the YouTube channel. You can check that out at Down South IT Podcast. So you can look and find me just about anywhere that you want to find podcasts, including SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about anywhere that you normally would get it. And actually now on Amazon Music. So we are on Amazon now. So you can use your Amazon Echo or Echo Dot or whatever you happen to have. And all you have to do is call up the podcast on that and Alexa will play it for you. So amazing technology and all kinds of cool stuff going on on this side. So thank you all for letting me being able to do that. I do appreciate it. It is very fun to have to actually be able to do this and bring this to you every couple of weeks. So it's fun. I really, really enjoy it. And I, I definitely thank you all for giving me the opportunity and especially the amount of streams that I've been getting lately. It's it's gone up a lot. So thank you again for, for listening. It's <laughs> we're getting close to 10,000 guys. So I'm hoping to hit that. I'm maybe not by the end of this year, but definitely first quarter next year. I'm hoping to hit 10,000. So that would be awesome. At least that's the that's that's my goal right now is to hit 10 grand. Once we hit 10 grand, sky's the limit and things happen. So we shall see what goes on with that. To start off, we're going to get into, like I said, a little history lesson. So Black Friday and we all know Black Friday is the Friday following Thanksgiving Day. But where did it get the name Black Friday? For right now, let, well, when it first began, Black Friday was actually the informal name for the day following Thanksgiving Day in, in the U.S. And that was actually, of course, Thanksgiving is celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. And it's regarded as the beginning of the Christmas shopping season. And it's been stated as such ever since 1952, even though Black Friday really didn't become widely known or widely used until, you know, more recent times. But the actual Black Friday term was a little bit more ominous than the retail shopping day that we know it to be right now. It was actually back in 1951. And again in 1952, and it was mostly for the practice of workers calling in sick the day after Thanksgiving so they could have a four-day weekend. So not a whole lot of places really liked that, so they called it Black Friday just because they couldn't get anything done. The other more ominous thing that happened is back in 1961 and 62 in Philadelphia, they used to use the term Black Friday as the, the day after Thanksgiving, whenever everybody would come in from out of town to the Army-Navy game. So that was the big thing on that Saturday was the Army-Navy game after Thanksgiving. So everybody would come in from out of state, the cops, first responders, everybody else. They would have to work much longer shifts, double shifts. They would have a lot of theft and rampant things happen. You know, the normal stuff that happens when you get a huge influx of people, that kind of thing led to the term of Black Friday being, you know, that day as far as the Army Navy game. Well, as time went on from the 60s into mid 70s, the retailers didn't really want that kind of 
you know, that stain, that negative connotation on Black Friday. They still saw it as a retail holiday, but there was really no way to get around it, at least in the short term. So they started kind of saying that, okay, well, we run, you know, we're poor retailers and everything. We run deficits and we run back, you know, we run in the red all year long up until November, whenever the Christmas season starts, and then we start actually making a profit. So them going from the red ledger, which is, you know, your negative profit into the black led to what they called Black Friday. So being that it seemed it put them in not quite as a negative light, that's kind of the default go-to story of how Black Friday came. But for to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards the one with the cops and everything in, in Philly for the Army Navy game. Uh, uh, that one seems kind of that one seems a little bit more in line with uh, would, would be a Black Friday because I think Black Days you think something bad happened, so you know that happened. Black Black Friday, Black Tuesday, you know, stock market crash, that whole nine. In more recent times. Back in 2015, shall we say, Amazon held Prime Day, which they did that in July. And what they're doing, what they did with that back then was calling it deals better than Black Friday in July. So that's the whole, that was the actual start of Prime Day, which we just had a couple of three weeks ago, not long ago. So they actually do a couple of, I guess it was pushed back a little bit with, uh, <laughs> with COVID and everything else. So at least this year, but for the most part, they usually do a prime day in July. So that's kind of, they're, they're still using the, the black Friday terminology for that. But in honesty, it's more of a cyber Monday <laughs> in, in July than it is a black Friday, even though you get fairly good deals uh, for the most part you get really good deals but there are some things that not quite so now more recently we've actually had people start ter- coining the term black thursday and that's of course in line with all of the retailers that are starting to open up actually on thanksgiving day now it's been getting progressively earlier and earlier pretty much every year Ever since about 2011, stores actually started opening at midnight for the first time. They would open early, you know, Friday morning, say five, four o'clock in the morning, something like that. But 2011 is the first time that we actually somebody opened on Thanksgiving Day. As they keep doing that, of course, that keeps creeping up, creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. And by now, we have actually people going in and, you know, stores opening at 7, 8, 9 o'clock on th- uh, Thanksgiving night to give you a little bit extra Black Friday shopping. To be honest, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I really don't like that because I've been in retail before <laughs> for a long time. That is just it. For one, all of the shoppers are insane. <laughs> I really don't mean to to say, but when people have one thing on their mind, they get very focused and it gets very heated very quickly, especially with so many people. But I'm not a big fan of them opening up stores early on uh, 
on Thanksgiving Day. As far as if they wanted to open up like on midnight, you know, I would be okay with that. That's not, you know, that's not terrible. It does suck for the people that work there, but it's not nearly as bad. But it's it's one of those things that, in fact, I have family that do this, and they they spend the whole week leading up to Black Friday planning out a route, going through where they're going to go, who's going to hit what, who's going to get what. So it's it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, it's it's really become part of the culture, you know, around around us in, here in the U.S. I mean, granted, we are a retail-based, you know, economy, so people do have to buy things. But it's just the, the extremes that people go to on Black Friday for a deal is – it, it really does blow my mind. It really does. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not one of the types that will go out and do that for, you know, Black Friday. I won't go stand outside at midnight for that. That's not my type of thing. My type of thing is more Cyber Monday. <laughs> That's my type of thing. I would ra- much rather sit at home on my own time and do my, do my shopping online, which I'm sure a lot of you are too, especially with COVID. And that's probably going to be... Not I don't uh, this year's probably going to be they're going to have a lot of sales on Black Friday. I know a lot of people are going to go out, but I think Cyber Monday is going to be huge this year. This year, Cyber Monday is going to blow it completely out of the water. So it's going to be insane with the, the numbers say as far as, you know, what what uh, Cyber Monday does. I'm very interested to see exactly what that's going to be. So. Speaking of Cyber Monday, Cyber Monday is also known as Blue Monday, and it's the the term for the Monday after Thanksgiving. And it was created by retailers to encourage people to shop online. And it was coined by Ellen Davis of the National Retail Federation and Scott Silverman. They actually debuted Cyber Monday on November 28th, 2005. And it was actually in a shop.org press release and it was entitled Cyber Monday, quickly becoming one of the biggest online shopping days of the year. So in this sense, it was the media naming it kind of like they do with a lot of things. (laughs) So Cyber Monday was actually a very, very clever name for that. And according to research from shop.org and BizRate, the 2005 holiday mood study said that 77% of online retailers said that their sales increased substantially on the Monday after Thanksgiving. That actually drove a lot of retailers into serious online discounts and promotions the following years. So it's basically become, like say, the online version of Black Friday. According to the New York Times back in November 2005, they said that the name Cyber Monday grew out of the observation that millions of otherwise productive working Americans, fresh off of a Thanksgiving weekend of window shopping, were returning to high-speed internet connections at work on Monday and buying what they liked. So at a time, and at that point, at 2005, that we still, broadband was not really a thing. DSL was barely a thing. A lot of people still had dial-up back then. So the only time you actually had a really fast internet connection and can actually do any kind of shopping online was at work. So that actually doesn't, that that makes a whole lot of sense, but whether or not it was people that were actually window shopping, you know, while they were on Thanksgiving holiday and then, you know, 
went back online and went got it the that following Monday. That I'm not 100% sure because if you really wanted something, you just went and got it. There wasn't a whole, whole lot of buying products over the Internet, you know, back then. Stuff like that really didn't start ramping up till, you know, 2007, 2008. Now, both Black Friday and Cyber Monday are mainly things that we observe here in the U.S., but they do observe them outside the U.S. too because they've tried to push those type of things, especially, you know, a lot of the international retailers, your Walmarts, your Targets, you know, you, places that do business in the U.S. but also have presence outside the U.S., they've tried to push those sales in other countries as well. Now, they've had a lot of them that have started fairly recently and gotten some some success. In 2011 and 2012, they have, you know, a lot of good sales and stuff is starting to catch on in Chile, in Colombia, in India. Sweden actually started doing a Cyber Monday back in 2010. Uh, UK and UK and, and, and Britain have actually started doing things like that. But they, they really haven't observed so much the Black Friday aspect of it. They have the Cyber Monday, but not so much the the black Friday, they, they tend to do more for what they term boxing day. And that's the same as in Canada. They do a lot of stuff for boxing day, but it has become more of a thing in Canada ever since 2011, 2012, you know, for cyber Monday and for black Friday be just being in close proximity to the U S because a lot of the U S retailers do things like that for those days you know, a lot of the, a lot of people in Canada, especially the ones around the border, they do see those ads and things like that. So they're able to they a lot of people either come across, you know, the border and come to the U.S. for a few hours, couple of days, come shopping and then they'll go back to Canada. Canada is starting to, to kind of get into it and it's it, it's starting to begin into a worldwide thing. It really it's very slow. It's a slow moving thing. I'll give it that, but it is starting to actually catch on. So that's, that's the weird part is that it it actually is starting to catch on, you know, and like I said, from around 2012 coming, you know, coming up to today, it's starting to catch on and cyber Monday, same thing, 2012, 2011. And, you know, even into today, we start some, uh, a lot of places, a lot of countries are starting to catch on and starting to do the same thing. And it's, it's kind of cool to see how it's growing. Now, one last thing, too, is as far as Cyber Monday goes, a lot of retailers are, they're, they're pushing for Cyber Monday deals, obviously. But for the most part, a lot of them, and I think this has a lot to do with Amazon doing multiple days of Prime Day, is they're actually doing, instead of cyber just Cyber Monday, they're doing like a Cyber Week. So most stores are doing multiple days of Cyber Monday so they can do multiple days of online sales rather than just try to, you know, bulk everything up in one day because that drives a lot of traffic, a lot of bandwidth. You know, it's it's not good for anybody if they can't actually even get to your site. So if you spread it out, it does help a lot as far as traffic goes. So I can understand the reasoning behind it. And to be honest, uh, that's actually probably a really good reason. And then you can spread out your your sales 
accordingly, you know, throughout those days, however many it is, whether it's the, the whole week, whether it's only three days, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, however you decide to do it. But that's, at, you know, at least up to the retailer, they can figure out how they want to do it. And it's, you know, it's their deal. They're all doing the exact same thing, which is giving you more opportunity and more time to buy things. We are very much a retail society. We do buy things that is part of the economy. Why not at least try to spread it out and make it a pleasant experience for everybody, right? That's the whole idea. You just want to, you want to get a good deal on something. You want to give this a gift and nine times out of 10, you see something on there that you probably want yourself, you know, like a bright, shiny new TV or nice little iPad or that new iPhone that you've been eyeing online, but you just haven't pulled the trigger yet. You know, one of those things. Why not spread it out? Make it nice for everybody, right? That's the whole idea. Because you know what else is nice? DownSouthITPodcast.com. That's right. That is what you would call a segue. And it might a fairly good one, if I don't mind saying so. But anyway, the down, <laughs> the website, DownSouthITPodcast.com. If you don't mind, go hit that up. Check out that merch store link, that store right there. Actually, I do have to do up a couple of updatey things on there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be working <laughs> to try to get everything updated. So, but while you're there, don't forget, check out any of the back episodes on the embedded player. You can check it out right there on the homepage. All the show prep, if you want to go through all of that from past episodes, including this one, which not really going to be a whole lot there, but you can check out a couple of the stories that I told, you know, on there. That'll be there too. But that's on the, the link right underneath the embedded player. Again, a lot of traffic to the Raspberry Pi Christmas lights setup. Uh, if you do need any help with that or want to know how I did something or why I did something, use the form at the bottom of the, the, the homepage. You can shoot me a message from that. Or if you want to just shoot me an email, downsouthit at gmail.com, you can do that too. Either way, I will respond to you. No big deal. I'm very good at responding back to emails. So if you're having any kind of issues, let me know. I will do my best to help you and try to get you some badass Christmas lights going if you need it. And as I like to end every podcast, paraphrase from Albert Hubbard, technology can replace the work of many people, but it can never replace the work of one extraordinary person. So go out and be extraordinary today. Thank you all for listening. I do appreciate you all being here. Have a good Black Friday. It's going to be interesting. I can promise you that. Come on back for the next episode of the Down South IT Podcast. I love you. I'll see you next time. Later.